listening to The Gender Rebels, a question and answer podcast that explores life outside of the gender binary. I'm Kathleen, a cisgender woman and ally living in Brooklyn. And I'm Faith, a transgender woman who also lives in Brooklyn. We'll be exploring topics like hormones, surgery, coming out, pronouns, LGBT stuff, and Q stuff, boys, girls, and everything in between. And if you disagree with us, factually, morally, or scientifically, then you're probably wrong. Hey, Faith, I got a question. I hope I have an answer. Do all transies start out as cross-dressers? No. What? Well, thank you, everyone. <laughs> that was that was our show. Thanks for listening. No, I don't think they do. And a little bit about my backstory. Yes, I I identified as a cross-dresser. At least I took place. I took part in the cross-dressing community for a long time because. While I certainly was fascinated by the concept of transgenderism, mm-hmm. I was also terrified by it. And I was like, well, I'm not sure that's right for me. Even though I kind of feel that way, I'm not sure that's right for me. So I guess I must just be a crossdresser. And so then I identified as like gender flux for a long time. People who watched my YouTube videos over the years will know that I used to build myself as the gender flux revolutionary. And gender flux was sort of a concept that I invented. Someone else came up with the term independently. Mm-hmm. Kind of to say, well, I'm more of a, I'm more than a cross-dresser, but I'm not quite transgender. And I'm not really bi-gender because that wasn't really a thing then. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I always kind of identified a little bit more than a cross-dresser. Mm-hmm. Um, like a cross-dresser plus. Like a cl- cross-dresser deluxe. <laughs> and, Actually, that's not really fair, but I'll get into why that's not fair. But the cross-dresser community was was the group of people I think I I had more in common with, and mm-hmm. I think I could kind of share with a little easier and they were than the transgender community. Yeah, I made some great friends, um, people I'm still friends with. But for me and for other people I know of, um, it was like we kind of graduated from cross-dresser hood mm-hmm. because at a certain point you kind of, for whatever reason, come to terms with your own feelings and your own, and, and your own identity. And you go, well, you know what? Maybe I am transgender. Maybe mm-hmm. these thoughts I've had, maybe these feelings I've had my whole life, I am transgender. Mm-hmm. And... I still think the, tra- the cross-dresser community is great. I still think there's so many nice people in there. It's very accepting. It's mm-hmm. very welcoming. Mm-hmm. Some gorgeous ladies there. Some gorgeous ladies. It can veer a little into sex a bit too much sometimes, but I, but some I actually think... Like that. Like some people too like much that. Maybe for your comfort. Yeah, and, and I think you're able to kind of steer your... your... Of, of all people, I feel like they know how to respect boundaries. You think? Uh-oh. No, actually, most cross-dressers are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, there's, like, a subgroup that's kind of a lot more sexual about it. And Are they the evil cross-dressers? No, I don't um, think they're evil. They're right. just, not you know, they're getting off on it. They're getting off on it. And I think there's other people who are enjoying it more as a hobby and less a sex thing. I mean, the DSM-5? Six? What five. are we up to? Seven? Five. Five. I think it talks about transvestite fetishism is what they used to do and mm-hmm. it used to be just a sexual fetish and i think for a lot of people in the cross-dressing community it's not a sexual fetish mm-hmm. it's a 
it's something they enjoy doing. It's, it's just, a way of expressing themselves. I look nice and I feel comfortable. Yeah. Okay. And but you know, but they're not they're not transgender and lots of cool people who who are like, no, this is this is what I like doing. I like being a crossdresser. I like expressing myself. I like collecting clothes and stuff, and it's fun and it's great. And I can take pictures and post them, and mm-hmm. other people love them, and and they have a great time. But mm-hmm. they don't want to be, they don't want to live their whole life that way. They mm-hmm. don't want to take medical or surgical steps toward becoming the opposite gender. Do you and think there might be? sort of a stereotype by non-crossdressers, by cisgender people cis, out in the world. Cis, cis-dressing people. Cis-dressing people. Yes. Do you think that cross-dressers are perceived as just pre-transgenders? I think so. I think a lot of I think a lot of right now cisgender people don't have room in their heads for mm. Drag queens, cross-dressers, and transgender people. And the difference between all of them. And it's hard. It is very hard because there are some... There is a, there is overlap. There's, it's a exactly. messy, messy Venn diagram. Some move from one group to another. I know cis straight men mm-hmm. who perform as drag queens. Mm-hmm. I know drag queens who identified as gay men and then transitioned to become straight women. Mm -hmm. I know transgender women who have performed drag. Mm -hmm. It's a messy Venn diagram. So Mm -hmm. I get that. I get that it's like something where if you're a cisgender person, you're like in your 50s, you worked at the plant your whole life, and Mm -hmm. like, lo and behold, the media is right, right now like, Transgender people are a thing. I get that you don't have room in your head for sure. all three of those. Sure, sure. Maybe we will mm-hmm. be able to kind of. Hey, we're doing that right now. Oh, eventually, that eventually. will be that will be clearer. But at the moment, this is all pretty new to at least the standard audience of mainstream media. I don't know. Yeah, and I think it's also one of the things that we were discussing last time is like it's tricky because. Cross-dressers are still kind of, even by trans people, mm-hmm. some trans people, shoved into a weirdo category. Hmm. And I was, I had, you know, I was explaining this once to someone. I said, when I identified as a cross-dresser, someone asked me, oh, on like an online forum or something, they're like, are transgender people accepting of cross-dressers? And I thought about it and I said, no. Hmm. The transgender community as a whole is not accepting of cross-dressers. And yet, every single transgender person I've ever met has been very accepting and cool about cross-dressers. So where did you get that response from? Well, someone else responded and they said, well, yeah, because sometimes the most vocal people within a community are the biggest assholes. And sometimes the most vocal people in a community are the biggest assholes. So, so sometimes you're saying there's the, a handful of yeah. asshole transgender people who who relegate cross dressers who instead of like saying, Okay, cross dressers, you're kind of part of the overall trans umbrella, mm-hmm. you're no. We're rejecting you and you're part of the weirdo category. You're posers? You're posers. Okay. And you're and worse than that, you're posers who are jacking off in grandma's underwear. Oh. 
And that's that's not how I see it, but I'm I'm saying that's how some people see it. And we can, I think, I actually think cross-dressers should be part of the trans umbrella. Oh, sure. And I think when we say... mind yeah, some might not like being under that umbrella, some might not mind. I know LGBTQ... AI doesn't need another letter, but maybe C should be in there. Mm. And Ooh, X for crossdresser. Yeah. yeah, maybe. If you can come up with a good way to fit that into the the alphabet soup, then you'll get eight points in scrap. Put a con. Put a comment below. Um, I think the idea is that we should be more welcoming as a community, even like some. Even even some gay people don't want transgender people to be part of the equation. So and is the greater issue here that every community and sub-community and sub-sub-community contains jerks? It does. And hopefully they are a minority within each of those communities? Yes, and they, and they are. And I think that... I think, getting back to the original question, does, does every cross-dressing person eventually decide to become a full-time transgender person. Actually, the question was the opposite. Do all Sorry. transies start out as cross-dressers? No. No, they don't. And actually, <laughs> no... Oh, you said that 20 minutes ago. <clears throat> I know people who have actually... who started transition day one full-time and had never presented... So just stepped off the I have, cliff I have friends who... Cis-masculinity. Exactly, into... Had never full presented in public before womanhood. the day they become became full time. Wow. And to me that boggles my mind. Mm-hmm. And actually have I, I had a friend who that's how she that's how she transitioned. Mm-hmm. She she never had presented female in her entire life, never cross dressed. And then the day she was like, You know what? I'm done. I'm done. I'm and so then done I'm, and then I'm becoming full time. That day, and she'd never been a female in public before. That's amazing. And she's great, how, and she looks even... great, and she she fits in great, and she passes well. And how do you know if you like it? How do you know if you want to walk around know. in a dress? I don't know, and that's the hard part. Hmm. And and her and I were talking, and and she was even saying that for me, for someone who like presents female all the time, mm-hmm. but isn't full time, she's like, I can't imagine how you could do that. Meaning, meaning to her, it was to me, it's braver. For someone like her to take the first step and just jump in. Mm-hmm. Whereas she saw it as braver for me that I wasn't living full time but could still go out and present female. So just being able to do it part time was braver. To go back and, and forth. I disagree. She's actually the braver one. I, I will stand by it. She's the braver one because she had never presented female, decided she was going to be full time, and then went forward and never looked back. God I mean, bless her. So that's an argument for the the opinion that they are very separate things yeah. cross-dressing never once cross-dressed in her life one particular need and being transgender is completely different from whatever I, that is i think it just needs to be a situation where no not every transgender person cross-dresses before they transition not every cross-dressing person chooses to transition it's but it's a messy, messy Venn diagram, mm-hmm. and that's that's the whole whole point. Even that's with part of the fun, even with drag queens, even with people who are non-binary, with people who may want to identify third gender, with people who may want to identify gender fluid, mm-hmm. 
It's a mess, but it's a glorious mess and it's our mess. And I think it needs to be an inclusive mess. Absolutely. And I think we need to value each individual part of that mess. Mm -hmm. And the worst thing we can do as a community is to ever say to anyone who's part of this mess that you don't matter. Mm -hmm. Because you don't fit into this particular segment of the mess. No, it's one glorious, beautiful mess and Mm -hmm. it's our mess and we're going to make it a fabulous mess. Mm. So, and let's and like let's just make sure we value every individual. So in conclusion, some people are cross-dressers and genuinely want to remain cross-dressers forever. Yes. Some people are transgender and have never been a cross-dresser. And some people do the cross-dresser thing for a while and then decide to transition. All three paths are equally legitimate. Yes. And... People who have a hard time with this just need to spend a little time thinking about it and wrap your mind around it because that's the fact of how the world is. Precisely. Thanks, Faith. That's Yay. really helpful. Hopefully. You've given me some good information and I sure hope it's right. Okay, good. Me too. I think if you just, as long as we err on the side, of, I think if, if we err on the side of inclusive inclusivity, because I've actually, you ended the episode I didn't end it. You ended it. You came on a good ending point, and I'm going to keep going. <laughs> it's your show, too. Because someone asked me once about, I, oh, you know, I feel this way. What am I? Am I bi gender? Am I dual gender? Am I gender fluid? And am I gender flux? Am I a gender transformer? Am I a gender blender? <laughs> These are things I'm making up now. Yeah, but it sounds fun, I, actually. I remember telling someone, I'm like, it's, it's your, the label is there for your convenience. Mm-hmm. The label is not there to box you in. The label is there for your convenience. The label and works for you. You don't work for exactly. it. Exactly. And that's why you get, that's why it is such a messy Venn diagram. It's because the label is there, the label's there for when you feel like, you found a label that works for you. Mm-hmm. And for me, growing up, oftentimes cross-dresser was a label that worked for me. Mm-hmm. And it was easier for me to explain using the word cross-dresser than it was for me to explain, well, like, well, I'm transgender, but I'm not sure. And maybe I'm not. And maybe I am. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. Which is harder to explain. Sure. So there was a term. And not even harder to explain, but also maybe harder for you to wrap your own mind around what you were dealing with and what you were trying to figure out what you were. So, yeah, I think when we get to the question of a transgender cross-dresser, it's, again, it's the label's there for the person's convenience. Mm -hmm. It's not there, it's not a rule that someone has to abide by or fit within this box. It's just there for when an individual chooses to... Come up with a term that they feel fits them. Mm-hmm. And if it fits them, that's great. And if it doesn't fit them, then make up your own term. It's a free country. Or keep looking around. Keep You're looking probably around. not alone. Yeah. That's the nice thing. You probably aren't. It's probably a whole community, which is fantastic. Yeah. It, it's a beautiful, glorious mess of like mushed together, folded over, crammed together, unfolded Venn diagrams like in a- like five dimensions. Well, thanks, Faith. That's really helpful information. All right. Talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks again for listening to The Gender Rebels. Please send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com. If you like us, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. Music for The Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. 
Find the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for more of the Gender Rebels, visit our website, genderrebels.com. Gender Rebels is a Comeback Sync production. Copyright 2016. All rights reserved. And to all you Gender Rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye! Bye.